everybody. Welcome to episode 55 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpinito, and I'm joined here by the affable Jack Cepeda. Yeah! What's up? That's my Eddie Vedder, guys. Welcome to Seattle in two weeks. <laughs> Woof. And uh, <laughs> the the Hawaiian shirt wearing for no real reason, Colin Sparling. She says, all right and that's the end of the tiny <laughs> that was, podcast that was a good show guys see you later <laughs> next week so colin no. i have to ask before before we get into it why aren't you eating a cheeseburger in paradise um i i don't know it's i mean it's i, I feel like i should be i don't i don't know i'm not wearing flip-flops right now and i don't have a camera around my neck i'm also missing the straw hat so i can look true taurus dad Okay, you're the but, Mr. Coast to Coast because you're wearing the Miami Vice shirt. You're moving to Seattle. You're playing both sides. International man of mystery here, Colin Sparling. How are, do you do? Are we going to stop at Margaritaville, though, before we get to Seattle? <laughs> Where, is, what's, where's Margaritaville? There's are, like a million Margaritaville. Dude, it's right <laughs> next to Pleasure Town, and Robert's wondering when you're going to take him there. I'm also wondering, <laughs> are you missing these references, my man? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my good Ooh. God. I know you're totally throwing them out there, and they're just, just woo, woo over my head. Woof, woof. James I know. Buffett. I'm usually the guy that's dropping them, not, not losing them. James Buffett would be so disappointed in you. It's not I James know. Buffet? <laughs> J- James J- Buffet. Jimmy's Buffet, yeah. <laughs> buffet. <laughs> Guys, it's the end of an era. We're in a really transitional time right now. Rut row. Yeah. It's the end of an era. This is probably the, well, it is the last podcast you will hear being recorded partially out of Columbus, Ohio. The Midwest Soon. is no more. It's in the rearview mirrors. It is in the rearview mirrors. My undergraduate has ended. Robert graduated over a year ago, so he doesn't matter. Thanks. But my undergraduate ended, and we're getting ready to move out to the Pacific Northwest, making that 35 our trek we'll keep you updated via social media i'm sure but we're making that 35 hour trek out west it's going to be monumental it's going to be a the trip of a lifetime it's going to be iconic it is legendary it's going going to be absolutely legendary it's going to be five fucking days long the trip yes (laughs) yes it will be (laughs) (laughs) and let me tell you guys so i want to take a moment to reflect on college a little bit because now that college is over, at least my undergraduate time to reflect on all the funny stories I have to do with such. Oh, now I have one fantastic story that happened right off the bat, not soon after or not long after I started college. So my fr- so I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to an 18 year old Colin going to school in Mansfield, Ohio at the OSU satellite campus. You know, I'm young, I'm bushy eyed, bushy tailed, all that Bushy good stuff. Eyes. Oh okay, right. so, Starting early with these huh. colonisms. I'm bushy-eyed. I'm bright. I'm bright-tailed and bushy-eyed. So, <laughs> so does that just mean you have very hairy eyebrows? Or dude, why? I have those too. I get it from my mom. Why yeah. do hairy eyeballs signify being attractive to the female? Hairy. Why does the hairier your eyeballs look like signify? I, I don't think hairy eyeballs are totally really they, interesting to anyone. If anything, they, that sounds painful. They care. They curl their eyelashes and shit, and they color them, and they do all that weird stuff. Okay, you're talking hairy eyelashes. Okay, I'm not just eyeballs. Hairy eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know. You know, one time I got a, a woman told me that she's jealous of my eyelashes, mm. 
Have you guys ever gotten that? Either yeah. of you? Yeah, I've had that once or twice. Yeah, it's the weirdest compliment because it's something you never, I mean, never think no, about. No, a guy never thinks about his eyelashes, I promise you. <laughs> no. Yeah, no unless, one does. They get, unless they're poking you in the eye, that's the only time. Well, anyway, so to we take got you off back on a to, tangent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, bushy-eyed to, uh, Colin. Yeah, so my bushy, my bushy-eyed self. <laughs> um, so it's, I think it's about, it's getting toward, I believe, the end of my first semester of college, and so my two roommates at the time thought it was a good idea to go get. Well, one of them actually it was one of their ideas. Thought it was a great idea to go, you know, get a hold of some alcohol. <gasps> At the age of 18, the tender, sweet age. You bad kids, you. Now, what I'm saying. So I go along with them. Well, I go along with these two guys to get said alcohol. (laughs) Now, no, we didn't actually. Now, we didn't actually go to a store and buy this. They bought it like he bought it off of someone else. Mm. Yeah. Someone else that lived in the complex we were living in. And so (laughs) we come back to my place. And my roommate is like, he's going at it, though. He's like pouring Jack and Cokes at the wazoo. I think that dude had at least four or five of them within the first hour. I don't think he was making them very strong, though. Um, But he was pretty, he was getting pretty sloshed. Um, And then my one roommate is like, yeah, I'll have like a glass and I'm going to bed. Like I have a test the next morning or some shit. So I had a glass and then I left. I went to another friend's apartment that also lived at the same complex. And I was chilling out there for a little bit. And so about an hour goes by i would say i get a call on my phone and it's one of my roommates that was at the house and he's like hey man is is ne- is uh your other friend with you and i'm like yeah and he's like right here next to me he's like well, something up and he's like listen man we need you and him to come over here and we need we need a ride to the hospital asap oh shit like so i'm gonna so roommate one is Whole, like okay, so let me let me back up. So I get told that apparently there's blood everywhere. What? <laughs> there's so much blood. There, yeah, literally that that sort of call. There's so much blood. So we rush over there. <laughs> I sprint up the stairs to my third floor apartment, and I go through the door. I go in there. All my furniture is overturned. All of my cabinets are open. What? Shit's thrown everywhere. There is a trail of blood leading from my common area into roommate number two's bathroom like into his room like all the way through it into his bathroom i'm like what in the fuck happened does a a tornado come through here so i like it's straight out of a horror movie like i'm like walking like i'm picturing like an over-the-shoulder camera view and i'm like walking toward this bathroom i'm like what the fuck am i resident evil 4 is your life dude i'm like (laughs) no joke tank controls (laughs) like right so I turn the corner and look in, and my f- roommate number one is has roommate p- number two posted up on this on the toilet, with f- like holding a rag, a completely bloodied rag oh. to his head, and blood is just everywhere. I mean, it looks like a full blown fucking murder scene. Oh my! Gosh. Like I'm talking blood in the sink, blood in the bathtub, blood blood on the walls, somehow blood in the ceiling, blood all over the floor, <laughs> blood in the light bulbs. No shit, like. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but it's like I don't know if this is the the Shining or some shit. Was it and was it like that scene in It and the new It with the bathroom? Dude, it might as well have been. Like, Damn, it was fucking wicked. Um, <clears throat> so like roommate number one is wearing a white hoodie 
and his he's covered up to his elbows in blood, like Ugh. up to his elbows. All right, we got it. There's a lot of blood. Yeah, it's all. I just what I, I can't stress enough how much blood there was. <laughs> there was so much blood. Wait, so how much blood was there? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Okay. So uh, I was like, what the fuck? Because roommate number two was the one that was like, yeah, I'm not going to drink a lot. Then I'm going to bed. So I was like, roommate number one, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and he's like, dude. So like after you left, he, he just started fucking pounding the bottle like straight, just fucking swigging it. It's not like this is a bottle of Coke, Coke. right? Stop. Or J- Jack. <laughs> and <laughs> he was just going just, at that Coke, man. Oh, yeah. So that Coke all night. Yeah. Fuck Pepsi. But yeah, so he's like, dude, yeah, dude, we just fucking like we were sitting there and then and he just started hitting the bottle and we were playing GTA and, and next thing I know he gets up and goes to the bathroom and I just hear a thud. Woof. And so I go in there and he fucking his head was cut wide open, dude, oh. and just bleeding fucking everywhere. And so turns out he was so fucking like they got drunk, wrecked the place. He got so fucking drunk that when he would try to go to the bathroom, he tripped all over himself and cut his head open on his door latch. On the where on the head? Uh, like uh, I would his say like top, top of the forehead. Oh like yeah, left cor- like right on the hairline, bro. Tons. Oh. I've seen this before. Tons of blood comes from that, and it just squirts out like crazy. Oh, and when, dude. when you told me how much blood it was, I was gonna guess like right on the hairline. I've seen it on the Ultimate Fighter. I don't know if you guys have seen like older episodes, but people, there's just way too much blood that just squirts out there. It's so disgusting. Yeah, oh. dude. And I'm sorry if you're squeamish listening to this, but Ugh. like, of, of course, you know, not getting cut right there. And on top of that, drinking all of that alcohol. Le- I mean, yeah. this dude was like a a buck ten wet. Like Ugh. he was a small guy. And so that shit hit him like a rocket. It was thinning the shit out of his blood. So he was bleeding like a motherfucker. Um, so we carry him into the common area. And he's like, listen, man, we got to drive him to the hospital. I'm like, no fucking way, dude. We're calling 911. Like, he is bleeding like a motherfucker. A motherfucker is going right. to bleed out if we don't, like, get someone here now. Um, so we're like, we have we have him sitting in the in the chair in our common area. Motherfucker's mumming, like, talking in tongues. Like, he can't even talk straight. <laughs> Like Holy he's shit. losing blood fast. He's drunk. Like, it's like that scene in Menace of Society. Fuck. And so we, uh, we go outside and we call the ambulance. Ambulance gets there. Ambulance rushes up, puts pits him on the stretcher. And they're like asking him questions like, when's your birthday? Like, uh, like, how long have you lived here? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, uh, October 29th, 1962. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, your, your birthday's in August. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, and he was just fucking gone dude so we get him the fuck out of there and we're like super worried because like we think we we thought like they were gonna get in trouble for underage and blah 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 didn't happen because it was like a uh what, what's the policy it's like uh uh for lack of a better term it's like good samaritan law or something like that if you call in and if you're the one calling like you're not gonna get brought in because you you know you made the right choice that sort of thing right uh so anyway like we're like freaking like me and my other like room number one are like looking at each other like what the fuck man this is this is nuts and so at this point it's like two or three in the morning after this all goes down and we're sitting there cleaning our living area because there's fucking blood everywhere and just like we go through cloth after cloth after cloth of, of, of blood and so then 
we get a call from the fucking hospital at like th- like three or so in the morning. Yeah, he can't stay all night. Oh. You guys need to pick him up. What? what? Yeah, they won. They couldn't get a hold of his parents, and he was he couldn't stay all night. Why? I don't know if it's because they, he wasn't able to get some sort of like coverage or something. They like stitched him up and they just called in a night. And they sent him on his way. Man, American healthcare fucking sucks. Yeah. So we drive out there all the way to this fucking hospital in the middle of town because we live in the outskirts near the campus and fucking go to pick him up and he is still plastered drunk. I mean, motherfucker can't even stand. Dude, they opened themselves up to a lot of liability by releasing him like in that state. Yeah, and he was still wearing his blood. Even he, this motherfucker, he was covered head to toe in blood. Ugh. Like he, he dried didn't, blood all him, over his clothes. On, they didn't even give him like a hospital scrubs. No. Wow, man, that's real shitty. Yeah. So we picked him up, and we had to like essentially wheelchair him out to my car. He gets in the car, and. That's so really we drive back drunk, towards my man. apartment. Like we never got a hold of his fucking parents, and drive back towards my apartment, and he's like, "Listen, man, I really gotta pee." I don't oh, like. Oh no! I swear to fuck, dude, you pee in my fucking car, I will murder you. <laughs> I will finish I, the job. I pulled over. <laughs> I would pull over, dude. So we fucking. So here's the thing. So this is, this is one of my favorite parts of the story. So we get out. So we could stop at this gas station. Uh, to. Like to like let him go pee, and he can't even stand. So we had to fucking pick the, his ass oh up out of the passenger gosh. seat and carry him towards the building. The building was locked. It was one of those places where it was like the <laughs> drop box only. <laughs> the indoor part yeah. was locked, and the guy's like, "Can I help you?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, we need to use the bathroom." And here we are, three guys. <laughs> one of the guys is covered head to toe in blood, got stitches on his forehead, and carried. And he's like, "I just got a fucking pissed." And I'm like, "Dude, we, we just got a piss." He's like, "Sorry, man, we can't open the door." And I'm like, "No fuck. shit." So we toss him back in the car, and we're like, "Listen, man, oh, hell we're no. not that far from home. You can make it." So I just fucking haul it home. Like, oh, oh my gosh, my I'm, bladder I'm like, is so uh, thankful that we didn't, I didn't get pulled over or something. And so we make it back to my place and we had to fucking carry him up two flights of stairs, pull dude. his pants down for him so he oh could piss because he couldn't even do that. And then you had to aim his dick into the toilet. <laughs> pr- practically. I was like, we had to had him. We had him sit down on the toilet so he could piss without pissing all over the place. Yeah, oh that, that makes gosh. sense. Yeah, and then we threw him on his fucking bed, and I'm like, listen, man, like, we'll get you water. Do you need anything else? It's like 6, 7 in the morning at this point. Ugh. And I'm like, dude, that was fucking. So, I would, and then after that, we, we put him to bed, and me and roommate number one are sitting in the common area just, like, staring at the wall. We're like, like how did this happen? What just happened? What, how did this come to be? <laughs> yeah, like... Hello, darkness, my old friend. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Fucking that was hands down the like the wildest thing I've ever experienced. I almost watched someone die. Dude, like, that's yeah. ridiculously drunk. That is like next level <laughs> drunk. He, dude, he drank at least half the bottle. Not shitting you. Yeah, but then like on top half of his the- body weight. <laughs> Like, I feel like that hospital should have done way fucking more than just yeah. We yeah, we I'm pretty sure they. And- I think they pumped his stomach too, if I recall right, but. I don't remember. Exactly. I can't believe they would l- release him still intoxicated like that, yeah. where he can't even like walk on his own or something. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was like a financial thing because they couldn't get a hold of his parents. So well, had what no happened if you told him no? We're not going to pick him up. We can't. Uh, what would they just throw him on the curb? What are they going to do? I had a fuck. I don't know, dude. I don't know. 
This is why American healthcare fucking sucks, guys. I, my thinking is that they're like, oh, well, this isn't that much emergency. We need to keep a room open in case a real emergency happens. I don't know. That's yeah, crazy, I have no though. idea. I mean, the whole situation was fucked. Totally. But, like, I had to drive him. So the cherry on top was I had to drive roommate number two because he lived actually near my hometown. So I was, I, so I drove him back to his parents' place. He didn't have a, he didn't have a car at the time. And so I drove him back to his parents' place. And his parents were fucking livid. I mean, yeah, they were, they were, they were livid. Well, and, why, uh, I was and like, that's yeah. another thing too that I want to ask: like, why did they not respond when the ER called them? I don't know. I don't know if they couldn't get a hold yeah, of them, or just yeah. like honestly, if my memory serves me correctly, I think they couldn't get a hold of them. Either that, or they just said they just said no, we refuse to come. I don't oh. remember which. Like, could Sheesh. have been something like that. I don't recall. My memory's kind of fuzzy. So much going uh, happened that night. But yeah, so by the way, roommate number two, like told us that his dad was actually a raging alcoholic. Yikes. Um, And what happens when I drop his ass off and like walk in the house with him? His dad has a beer in hand. Handsome, and it's handsome like, a beer. Yeah. Mm. And he, it's like two in the afternoon. Mm. And so like it turned into this huge wall because the thing is like since it happened on university property, the university found out about it. So he had to go through like the university and make sure he's not going to have to like he's not going to get kicked out of school and shit like that. Yeah. So who so had to, he ended, so who he had ended to clean up being okay, but who had to clean up all the blood? Like everywhere. we did. Why didn't you make him do it? Because I, I mean, it was just I don't know. I, I I think roommate number one did most of it. Um, because I I was just like too grossed out and I don't know. <laughs> You're yeah, like, no, like, I don't like want he insisted to. though. He insisted. He's like, dude, it's my fault. Like, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it's it. It's his fault because he got him that drunk. Like, he's like, well, he felt bad because he thought he, you know, it was his fault that he let it happen and shit like oh, that. Shit. Okay. Hey. Um. But Man. I don't know. I was so like smitten by the whole thing that just happened that I was like, I, sure, okay. You were smitten by it. Yeah, you were. Uh, you were falling in love with it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, there we go again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the punchline to this roller coaster of a story. Uh, there it is. There it is, guys. So, wow, that's a good story. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. It's probably the craziest story I have in my repertoire. You know, see, when when you told us, "Oh, I have a story for you," I thought, "Oh, this is going to be funny." And I was waiting for a very long time for some sort of punchline, and then it was just like, "No, it's just getting worse." No, I had to hold. I had to throw a colonism in there for you. <laughs> to light, lighten it up in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've told you guys pretty much all of my good stories, probably off air. I don't, I don't tell too many of the, the really, really crazy ones on air too much. The nitty gritty ones. I'm trying. Just let me ask you. So I told you guys. You guys already heard the story about <clears throat> about my trip to E3 and how I got there and all that. I think so. You guys know that road trip story? Yeah, I don't recall it. No. No, not at all. I mean, no. it's not much of a story, but was leaving um, from Columbus and I went with an old high school friend and then his friend who I didn't really know. I met him at the time. And this guy we'll just call, you know, I won't I won't name names because he's still in Columbus and he actually runs a uh, I'll, I'll out him here. He actually runs a, uh, a, a video game store uh, that is known around the city. Anyways, so. Uh, this is like back in 2005, right? And he got a brand new, shiny, all white Ford Mustang. 
And if you guys have ever sat in a Ford Mustang or any kind of muscle car, really, American muscle car, you'll know that it's two seats that are, you know, ample in size in the front and then a very tiny back seat with not even enough room for your legs like you can't even really sit back there it's not really oh yeah i wouldn't even hardly call it a seat (laughs) no yeah it's like a bench really with that you know it's really for the it's for like a couple grocery bags grocery sacks right yeah that's really all it's really for it's not for people so anyways i'm like cool well i'm here now at your house we're meeting like when are we going to go to e3 like we're driving to los angeles from columbus ohio it's already like shit yeah it's like a plan for i never told you guys the story no nope okay cool so it's like a planned four-day road trip, right? Like, legit, we're going to take the south route there uh, through St. Louis, and we're going to take the north route back uh, through, like, Denver and shit, right? So it's in Vegas. So it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool, you know, idea to, to do this with some buddies, or at least one buddy and then his friend. So anyways, of course, the dude is going to drive his own Mustang, right? And his friend, our, our mutual friend, is going to sit in the passenger seat. So what do they do? They stick my fucking happy ass in the back seat. And as oh, you know, God. as well, you had to ride the whole trip in that fucking. Oh, as oh you know, God. as well, uh, we all had luggage too. Yeah, and all their luggage and all their shit took up the entire trunk. So not only did I have to sit in the back seat of the Mustang, I had to sit in the back seat of the Mustang with my fucking luggage. That's some shit. <laughs> what in the fuck? And he's not the kind of guy that was going to let anyone else drive too. He wouldn't let anyone else drive. So I and the other guy was like way too um, girthy. We'll say. For it to even be feasible for him to sit in the back seat. So I was stuck there for, you know, eight days there and back in the car. Like Yikes. eight full days, guys. You know, driving like at least 16, 20 hours a day. Yeah, that's driving, shit. Right. And they took the scenic route, too, because they wanted it to be like a cool trip. They didn't just want to get to L.A. as fast as possible. So, oh my God. Yeah, we split gas and we split all that stuff. And man, was it difficult. I didn't have a PS- PSP, was like the shit back then. Like, it was cool as fuck to have like Crouching Tiger, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like on UMD and shit back then. But uh, I didn't have one of those. I didn't really have anything. I think I had a 3DS. Yeah, I think I had a 3DS um, back then. But man, was it hard. I had to basically like lay on my back the whole time and just kick my legs up on my luggage. Yeah. That's like then, all I could do and like curl up like that. I imagine you'd also run out of charge on your 3DS after a couple hours. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just, man, it was rough. But I did yep. that just to go to E3. And that was also the year that I discovered that, oh, you know, like 2005, right? Just transport yourself back to the, those years. I was like, oh, you know what? It actually sucks when you go to E3 in person because you miss all of the fucking press conferences. <laughs> Yeah, like you miss them all. I was in a car, right, driving to E3 to go to E3. I missed all the good information. I missed all the good everything. Wait, you know? so how did you get into E3 back then? Um, we yeah, I was uh like if you work in the industry, quote unquote. So you could even be like a manager to like Blockbuster or some shit. Like any store that sells, you could be a manager at Target, anything and that sells video games and be part of quote unquote the industry. So that's how we got in. Damn. So wait, you, yeah, and you weren't permitted to enter we, the conferences? No, what I'm saying is the conferences took place, bef- like now, they take place before yeah, the actual, um, you know, uh, when the, the convention, yeah, when yeah, the convention e- doors e- open. E3 always starts after the conferences. Uh, yeah, so I was yeah. on the road, you know, and, with, and this is back in 2005, I couldn't stream the shows or shit like that. So I missed all the conferences because I was traveling there. So it would have been much better to stay in Columbus and just watch everything online. <laughs> yeah, it was cool sure. to be there though. Like it was neat. Like to see, I was that was the year Xbox 360 like made its debut. 
So it was cool to see those games. I saw um, uh, Condemned first. I saw Advanced Warfighter, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter first. So it was like the first like true like <coughs> next-gen games, right? And it was like leaps mm. and bounds over PS2. So it was pretty yeah. big deal, you know? And, and that was back when the Wii was called Project Revolution as well, if you remember. And right. I got to see, uh, you know, like a heavenly blade, heavenly sword, and uh, motor storm and stuff before. And I got that's back when the PS3 also had that shitty looking boomerang controller. I don't know if you guys remember what that yeah. shit looked oh. like. You're like, what the fuck is that fugly ass controller? But I got to see that in person. You know, I never they didn't let us hold it, but we got to like you know be on the other side of of glass, you know, with it. <laughs> Uh, you dr- I drove uh, 40 hours to see this controller yeah. through a glass window. I mean, window. it's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. Like, and it, I was part of the running of the nerds and shit. Like, I'm glad I did it once. But if I ever go back to LA, I'm fucking flying. You better believe when I visit you guys in Seattle, I'm fucking flying. Oh, the road Both trip. Ways. Come on. Come on. No, 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 no. So it was just, you know, that was that was one of the worst <laughs> experiences ever. So came back, you know, I mean... Like I said, we took the South trip. We took and and we parked our car in the hotel. And then surprisingly, we we stayed in Koreatown in L.A. And nice. surprisingly, uh, cool. once we parked the car, <clears throat> we did, and we got some bomb ribs there, by the way. But we didn't ever have to use the car anywhere because we were just going to the convention center and back from the hotel room. And we were able to just take the subway. I didn't even know they had subways in L.A. Mm-hmm. But we were just able to take the subway, and it was like really nice and clean and carpeted and shit. I was like, wow, these are not what I would imagine a subway to look like. So. Props to LA, you know, transportation system. Like I thought it was, it was very nice. Got us right to the convention center uh, and the Staples Center and all that. And it was a positive experience. But man, that guy was a douche. He got Yikes. pissed. Like if we'd even fart in his car. Like, dude, <laughs> it's eight hours. Like motherfuckers, <laughs> this dude is like three hundred solid pounds. Like motherfuckers are gonna fart. Like you can't. Like you can't be upset by that. I'm just saying. Right? Am I right is, or wrong? Is he the kind of guy who'd like roll the window down and stick your ass out the window if you're gonna? He fart. would yell at us if anyone farted. Oh my god! <laughs> he would be like legit pissed off. This guy was a kind of a tool. Like I'm not friends with him anymore. Like that was the first time I ever met him. And then after that, I was like, whatever. Like actually, funny story. I'm not going to mention his name, but funny story is when I Robert, you know, I had that giant room full of video games in Columbus. Yeah. You know, my collection. I was looking to sell it just to like raise funds to make the move down to Texas. And I wasn't even looking to make money on it. I was just looking to, like, you know, sell it for, like, a fraction of what it's worth. And so he was one of the people, because he owns a a retro video game store in the city, he was one of the people that I called and let him know, like, hey, this is up for sale. This could be something useful for you. This motherfucker wanted me to bring, like, how many was it? Do you remember, like, 4,000 games? Something like that. Something like that. Something ridiculous. right? Is it the thousands? Okay, there's a spreadsheet somewhere. But it's in the thousands, right? He wanted me to bring every single game in. Because I told him I just want X amount of money, right? He said, no, I want you to bring every single game into my store, bring it in physically. I have to look through every single one and check every single one, catalog it, and then tell you what I will pay you for it. And you have to leave it here overnight. I can probably have it done in two days. What the shit? (laughs) I was like, dude, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. The only way this is going to – because what if – you know, because then he could do whatever. I don't know. I don't trust the guy, to be honest with you. He could swap them for, like, you know, worse versions of games he has in his store. He could – and then, of course, if he had that all, he could just come back at me with a number, and he's kind of got my collection of – you know, in hostage. He's like, well, I'll give you, you know, $3,000 or whatever. I can only do about – Tree yeah. City. And then the options I have is like, oh, well, now I either have to go through all the bullshit of getting it back here, you know, and, and not take any money. And I've wasted like all that time. Like, fuck you. 
fucking yeah. moron. Sorry, yeah. I have a lot of rage about this guy. But <laughs> but awesome. at the end of the day, I told him, like, look, dude, that is not happening. <laughs> like, the only way this is going to happen is I'll send you a spreadsheet, uh, you know, and you can look it over. And I don't even want what it's worth. I want this amount. And either you say yes or no. That's it. The end. You know, that. So, yeah. And so that's right. how it ended up getting sold was that somebody, you know, in Columbus was willing to go with that. And I think that they ended up very well off with that deal, honestly, because like I said, they probably like tripled or quadrupled their investment. Yeah. You know, so anyways, that's my uh, road trip story. That's my E3 story. I don't know if that was entertaining or boring or what. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you fucking did it, though. At least you can say you did it. And then yeah. the dude, the big dude, um, when we stayed in St. Louis, I remember this. When we stayed in St. Louis, uh, his snoring was so – and this is the first night we, like, all slept in the same hotel room. His snoring, I found out, was so bad. I literally had to go into the bathroom, bring a blanket and a pillow into the bathroom, and sleep at the bottom of a stand-up shower, curled nice. up in the fetal position, dude. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? Rocking no. back and forth. No, dude. I it was like sanity. a crying game and shit. Yeah, it was like fucking James Bond and Casino Royale. But uh, yeah, dude, because his snoring was so bad and I had nothing. I had no earplugs. I had nothing. So it was better for me to do that and barely hear his snoring than just lay next to him. Ish. So wow. that's, after, that's after being in the back of the <laughs> Ford Mustang with my luggage. <laughs> dude, uh, so never say I didn't give anything to video games. Never say that. <laughs> hey, speaking of. Never ask me for anything ever again. Oh my God. Speaking of video games, you guys want to talk about games we've been playing? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Colin, do you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I just like to say rip uh, to my target order after promo code gate, bro. Um, so if you guys were following cheap ass gamer or Wario 64, any of those or just target in general, there was a huge blow up on Twitter in the middle of the night uh, a couple nights ago uh, about a bunch of promo codes. There's a glitch in target system where you could stack up to like seven different promo codes all at once. Like it was one of those things where it like for it's the first one was a like glitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was like you could get uh twenty twenty dollars off anything fifty like fifty dollars or more or something like well, that. So basically, and all all told, that you could get a sixty dollar game for thirty dollars. So well, you had that coupon, and then everything after that. There was a bunch of promo codes released were for fifteen percent off mm-hmm. your cart. So you could just stack them and stack them and stack them and stack them and stack them to the point where people were getting brand new games for like less than twenty bucks. Motherfuckers were getting Xbox One X's for like two hundred thirty dollars. The X's, dude, for a yeah. five hundred dollar console. They were getting switches and like a bunch of games for like a hundred fifty bucks. It was highway robbery. It was working yeah. on flat screen TVs. I mean, a bunch of people did it smart too. So like, I mean, I saw a guy like get two like two Nintendo Switches for like less than the price of one. But they did it smart because what they did was they they instead of having it shipped, they had it sent to the store for pickup. So it could happen like the day, of, like the day of or the next day. Right. So they people were getting up as soon as targets opened and were getting getting their order, so they they didn't have to wait to get get it canceled. Oh, fuck. Um. But sadly, my order of Octopath Traveler for less than thirty dollars ended up getting canceled. Mm, yikes! So I when was did super, you place I was it? Super sad. When did um, you place I w- it? I placed it like as soon as the promo cards code started coming out. Oh. So what happened was I actually had Ease Eight ordered. And I had a couple promo codes on that, and I got that down to like twenty something dollars. And then I saw more promo codes came out, so I canceled that order, and I was like, "I'll just redo this again." 
Um, so what happened was somehow Ease 8 went out of stock on Target's website between then and the time that I canceled the order. Um, so I said, fuck it. Okay, I'll just go Octopath. So I got Octopath. Turns out all the codes that I used before no longer worked. Uh. So I didn't get nearly as big of a discount as I wanted. But I still got it to just like just barely under thirty dollars. Um, so I was like, I'll fucking take it. Fuck it. And I placed the order, got it canceled a couple days later. Rip. Disappointed. Oh, Rip. because you didn't do store pickup. No, no, I didn't. Um, mm. because Octopath Traveler copies are apparently like pretty pretty limited. Mm. So I don't think it said uh it was available for pickup near me or whatever. <sighs> so you were, um, you walked away from that empty handed. Yeah. Ah, super sucks. upset. That's but nice. I did pick up some sick headphones for Prime Day, so there's that. Hey. The bows? Um, no, so uh, these uh, Sennheiser uh, Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones that were pretty highly rated. I got it for like 50% off. So 100 I, bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. Uh, so, nice. uh, yeah, and it's going to be really nice for when I have to use public transport and all that shit. I'm lot. interested to hear what you think of those. Yeah, they seem nice. Yeah, there was really nice reviews, and one of the audio file type guys that I follow on Twitter said they were really nice. He's the one I actually got the link from to buy them. Um, but I jest over to video games. Yeah, uh, so seriously. I've been playing. I've been playing a game called uh, Magica. You guys ever heard of it? I have. I've heard it's is a good. That the, game. Is that with the wizards, like the yes, Diablo yes, style? It is. Yeah, it's a, yes, it's a Diablo style kind of like game or wizards but it's very very lighthearted. does a lot of like satire on other like movies and games and it's it's very comical like comical tone to the game um but basically the basis of the game is you're a wizard but you have like eight different elements and you can use those eight different elements and combine them into different spell recipes like on the fly very action heavy and Whatever, like you just apply those recipe or those uh, recipes to different situations. Like, oh, oh, hey, I need to activate this thing over there that obviously uses lightning, so I just throw lightning at it. Or I want to make my lightning go f- f- uh, farther, so I attach this lightning to like an ice ball or something. Hmm. Um, or you have to like create your own healing spells by by using like magic and then like light energy, and that's like you know that's your healing, things <laughs> like that. But the game just has. A lot of um, what's what's the uh, not appeal, but uh, I, I the word is escaping. Chutzpah, charm. I don't know why <laughs> I couldn't think of that. Yeah, charisma. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling today, guys. Moxie, man. Yeah, Moxie uh, has a lot of charm. It's it's like you play the opening tutorial, and so and what happens is the floor collapses out from under your character, and your your fellow companion magician or uh, wizard guys are like like, are you okay? The safe word is banana if you want to get out. <laughs> and you can literally hit the pause button. It says bananas in your pause area. <laughs> but here's the funny part about this game. So they're, they're, they don't actually speak English. It's all subtitled. They speak in some sort of like gibberish. So it's like, Sim- <laughs> they speak like the Sims. Simlish. Yeah, it's basically Simlish. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played a whole lot of the game yet, but it's definitely like a, like a steam sale game. It's pretty, it's pretty cheap now, but it, it'd be a lot of fun to play like drunk, drunken one night and just to fuck around in it. Is it like, just like Diablo plays? It plays a lot like Diablo, like point and click, like generally. And the, but it's obviously very action heavy, right? So it's not like you're, you're doing a lot of click on the enemies. It's more so like you get a sword, but it's very basic on that end. You're mostly focusing on the spells that you're combining on the keyboard. Yeah, Torchlight is like that too. Have you guys seen the trailers for Magicka back in the day? They were hilarious. Have oh, you guys yeah. ever seen those with like the I feel like there no. was like cats in them or something? Oh, dude, you'd love them. They have really good trailers. 
Yeah, oh, that, I'd have to watch it. Then. That's how it, I remember. It, They're really like genuinely funny. Yeah, the game was well, all awesome. about being funny, but also yeah. like yes. a good uh, like creative tool in a way because like it's all about like what can you do, what can you apply to like all your spells for your situation. Yeah, exactly. And um, the coolest thing was like uh, the different costumes you can unlock. Because so I was actually playing as a Reservoir Dogs. Oh, like nice. wizard Good. like my, my wizard had like a suit and tie over his robes <laughs> <I love that. laughs> and it was it was hilarious Good. and instead of a sword he had a gun so like it was nice. like boom, boom. like every time you went to attack something it was hilarious um and the game is really great like the game is a lot of fun to play the only problem with it is they don't they, uh, the devs don't update it anymore so yeah. um so I with mean, the it's... reservoir dogs uh, suit you right click to tip the waitress right Oh, right, right, exactly. I don't believe in fucking tipping. I mean, so (laughs) that game is kind of old, though, right? It came out, like, I want to say... 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, it's pretty old now, but I still remember it fondly. And and it's, like, to the point, like, they don't update it to the point where, like, it's running into compatibility issues. Oh. Um, So the game will actually... You, it's really hard to play multiplayer with people, like, inviting people to your game and stuff like that because of it. There's no updated, like, network uh, compatibility. Yeah. Uh, so that that's kind of sucks because uh, my roommate and I actually spent like over a half an hour trying to get multiplayer to work on this game, and we tried a million different things. It just couldn't get it to work. It's it's uh, a Windows 10 problem. Man, that sucks. So, oh, yeah, I've it, hatched it's, this game. It's rough, but it, it's a fun game, even if you're playing it by yourself. So has would the, recommend. Has the community yeah. gotten active in modding it? I would assume. I don't know. Is there modding? Com- I honestly don't know much about this game community okay. wise. Okay, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying maybe oh, it was developed by Arrowhead Game Studios and actually uh, published by Paradox Interactive. Hey, Paradox. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, oh, and there's apparently, according to Google, it's on uh, Android and iOS, too. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Maybe that's the so place to play that. it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Tablet. Maybe. Yeah. It's the future, yeah. I hear. Yeah. But uh, what about you guys? What have you guys been playing? Uh, so I, I actually bought Octopath Traveler. I got a coveted physical copy. No Ooh. one, else, no one else owns one in the world, apparently. Dude, I just keep hearing shit about the hunters writing, like we were talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So the hunter is still bad, and you know what else I found out? That's like real shit. Um, the first character you pick, you cannot swap them out of your party ever. Whoa, ever, oh, ever, what? ever, ever. Oh, so Banana? I, am, I am stuck with the hunter and their stupid, dumb writing. That can't be right, game. dude. Why would they design that That's like so that? so weird. Right? That's so dumb. Are you sure? Um, yeah, you cannot swap them out until you finish their chapter four, like their final story. Um, but like, you're not going to be high enough level to do that until like 30 hours in, 40 hours in. Bloody hell. Yeah. So wow. I'm, I'm stuck with the whole like, coming at me if thou darest. Uh-uh. Nope. Fucking like kill us so bad. So so pick her last is what you're saying to everyone else. Pick her pick her never. Why'd you pick her first? When I, you play the I, game. I I thought it should be cool. Fucking oh you're a huntress. You kinda like oh. it's like Pokemon. Oh, like, you mean like in the demo like Aloy? You mean like in the, you're stuck with if you transfer the demo data, yeah. you're stuck with that. No. So I would be too. I don't know. You're always stuck with whatever you picked first. And like the demo is like, yeah, you can just transfer it over. So okay. I'm six hours in now. Part of me is debating just like starting over, Restarting. skipping all the cutscenes, and just you know choosing someone who's actually like decent to have in my party at all times. But might be worth it with how bad I'm hearing that. <laughs> it's unbearable. Like I skip it. I don't care. I, mean, I skip it. 
Yeah, the, the thing is, like, her writing doesn't come up that often. It only comes up during her story, right? So at that point, like, at now, because I've gotten, like, four other characters, now it's just, like, she's just there to be a fighter. You know, like, I only interact with her in wow. fighting. Right? I mean, she's got cool abilities. Like, she's, like, yeah. the Pokemon... Like she's the Sorry, Pokemon I just had master. To yawn there. Yeah. <laughs> she's Pokemon's the po- a very boring idea yeah, for you. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. No, she's Pokemon. the Pokemon master like of the game. It's kind of a cool, you know, aspect to the gameplay. Like each one, each character has their own unique, you know, tract. Yeah, for sure. Um, it does kind of limit you though in the outer world because, like, you know, everyone has their own special abilities they can use out in the world, but the hunter doesn't. So, like, now I'm stuck with only three people in my party who can do outside world abilities and just the hunter. Uh, So my bigger concerns with this game, I'm so torn on this, but my bigger concerns lie not only with the writing, but also with, like, the dungeon design. Apparently, there's, like, a major critical path. Like, every dungeon is the same, apparently. And it's, like, there's a major critical path that you get to the boss but then there's like these little tiny little side nooks. roads that always nooks that lead to a, a treasure chest. Like that's just it's all every dungeon is. 100% really? that. I've, I've gone through five dungeons now because um, I've gotten five characters and like every every character when you get them, they're like, and I need to go into this dungeon and save yeah. this person or yeah, steal yeah, this yeah. thing or whatever. It's just so, very formulaic. Yeah. 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 So when you go through the dungeon, it's just the same thing. Like they're like some of the nooks are well hidden. I'll give them that because, you know, like the style of the game is like kind of like you're looking into a dollhouse. Whoops. A dollhouse almost. Right. So like things can be hidden behind objects or different pathways are kind yeah. of obscured. So like that's kind of neat. But still, there's no like. There's no mystery to the dungeon crawling. It's just... Right. Yeah, there's no yeah. puzzle aspects. There's nothing just, like that. It's very yeah. much kind of like Final Fantasy X in a way. Right. Uh, the puzzle Weird. aspects come in more uh, in the side quests. And I actually do respect the game a lot for its side quest design because it's actually kind of smart where certain NPCs will have like, a, I think, an orange bubble above their head instead of a white. And when you talk to them, they won't just straight up tell you like, hi, I have a side quest for you. Can you please do this? Instead, they'll just like, for example, this is one of one of the ones I've really liked so far. So there's this girl I talked to and she's just like, oh, that guy's proposed to me for like the 10th fucking time in the past like few months. He's so annoying. Why doesn't he get that? I don't love him because he's a weak, spineless little bastard. And that's it. That's all she says. And then, like, at the bottom left of the corner, it says, like, this side quest has begun. Um, And then I just, like, go around the town a little bit more, and I talk to a bunch of people, and I find this guy, and I talk to him, and he's like, man, I've proposed to her so many times, and she just doesn't understand that I love her, you know? Um, So, to me, what I thought, my, my approach to this was... This woman's getting real annoyed. I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Get him to like just stop. I'm going to just hammer down on him. So the hunter has an ability called provoke. So I walk up to him and I provoke him. And and they that is just a 1v1. It's a one-on-one. It's just the hunter versus this guy. And I'm like, he's a little spine. Like the, the game says he's a little spineless bitch. So I should probably like wreck him. He two shots me. Oh, he too, and the hunter is like my strongest character most yeah, hp and everything scrub. he two shots me and i'm like oh man i gotta reload is this game over that's a bullshit game over and then the the battle ends and then it goes back to the real world and the woman's like tony i didn't know you were so strong and she falls in love 
and oh he proposes to her God. and they get that was married. was part of the story? Yeah. My loss in that fight became part of the story. Why didn't you, spo- like, say spoilers or something? I, I mean, that's not part of the main story. That's just a side quest. That's like it's one cool, little thing. It's cool, though. Yeah, like, that's cool, right? It, it's kind of emergent gameplay. And I'm sure, like, I think Ulbrich can also fight people, so he has a different way of, like, challenging people in the real world and you know just based on all the other characters special abilities like maybe there was a third option i could have done to like change the outcome of that side quest and there are probably tons of others that are like that like there's one side quest where this guy wants to go out adventuring but like he doesn't have the right gear so i have to use the merchant's ability to like specifically buy something from a specific npc you know it's like they're different those are where the puzzles are not in the Mm -hmm. dungeons the dungeons are just walk keep walking check this corner for a treasure chest and then keep walking. You know, it's like simple. This sort of reminds me, Colin, uh, I'm taking a task here. Have you played Undertale yet? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. Just let the record show your friends are, are failing you here by letting you uh, not play this game. So anyways, it just reminded me of that. Sorry. Go ahead. There you Mind go. Um, but yeah, no Octopath. I think I'm having fun with it. Uh, there, there's a little bit of criticism for the story and that, Apparently, ne- the stories never intersect between the eight characters. I've yet to find out if that's true, but there are people who are criticizing it for that. But aside from that, I think the the combat of the game stands out so well. It's superb. It's like so much fun. And um, you kind of almost constantly feel like you're one bad decision away from like really losing a lot of HP even in like the most random encounters, which I'm kind of digging that aspect of it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, I, the battle system I'm in love with already just from playing the demo. hundred percent. And Robert, music's really good. Graphics are great. What's up, Jack? Have you, I can't remember. I think me and Colin did, but have you played any of Nino Toonie yet? I have. Yeah. I played a bunch where I haven't to I haven't me. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm getting mixed up to me as someone who's played, I don't know, probably three ish hours of Octopath Traveler. To me, it's like I'd much rather be playing Nino Cooney. To me, I think Nino Cooney is so much better on almost everything. What do you think? I kind of I think I like Octopath more than Nino Cooney. Really? I fell off that real quick. I got super bored. It's easy. I think it's the very combat easy. was the combat's too easy to just rip fools in uh, Nino Two, uh, Nino Cooney Two. Yeah, but they did you see that they updated it? No, I haven't. Okay, now, okay, just to like, give you an update on Nino Cooney. So they've heard the feedback on the game being too easy. So they added kind of like a la Diablo, like all these extra difficulty levels that you can change on the fly. It's a difficulty oh. slider that you can change on the fly. And also, oh, yeah, and also if you make it harder, they will drop way more epic loot. Like the chances nice. multiply. So maybe worth investigating again if you just maybe. if you own it already and you fell off. But I'm talking about like the story, even the graphics, the music. Nino Cooney 2 is just way more my style. I mean, I want to love Octopath Traveler. It's like, you know, evoking Final Fantasy VI, my favorite RPG of all time. But it's just, it's got a lot of problems with it, man. I, I understand the combat is cool, but I don't know if I want to, I, as I hear, it's a really long game too, and I just don't have the time to devote to something if I am going to be skipping through the story. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm really digging, <coughs> whoa, I'm really digging Octopath Traveler. Uh, so far, it's, like the story does leave a little bit to be desired because it's all like very simple so far. I mean, granted, I'm only seeing the beginning of all these people's stories, right? But it's pretty basic. Like, you know, someone stole something. I'm going to go find it. Or, you know, these pirates are attacking yeah. my village. I'm going to stop them. You know, it's, it's like yeah. classic, basic. Not a lot of 
com- complexity and, there. And yeah, the dungeons like, are very like monotone. They're just very predictable and very, you know, that's not, it's not a strong suit of the game. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of as a side note, I've also been playing a weird amount of Diablo 3 recently. I can't what? explain why. I don't know why. I just am. And it's kind of fun. I'm getting back into it. Uh, you know, you're not the only one, though. I've had a few friends getting back into Diablo 3 lately. Weird. I haven't, dude, I haven't played that game since 2012. Oh, Yo, bro, that's when I started playing it. It's and I've worth heard getting. It's so much better. Worth getting back into. It's a completely sure. different game. Almost. It, did you get that expansion, the latest one? Uh, no, the, the I never. Necromancer? Yeah, apparently it totally changes the way the game plays. Really? Like that was... character. The Necromancer plays differently than any other character. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I, mean. I I don't know. I've just I've been playing a monk. I've been going through the season. I already beat the season actually. And you know, I mean, it, it's just classic Diablo three fun stuff. You know, like figuring out a build, figuring out like what works best, what's most efficient, getting through all these rifts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, the man that end game though, I'll never forget that end game when the game first came out. People got to the end game pretty quickly, and it was one of the shittiest experiences ever you would level up in like the second to hardest difficulty level for hours and hours and hours only to get like two or three screens further in the hardest difficulty level if that makes sense yeah yeah shit the end game is so much better now it's so easy to just like consistently keep going and going and going with like almost no end in sight oh man it's good man i have i I, don't, I hate to put like slash time played into the chat and just see what that number is i know it's dude it's got to be in the weeks like I've, I've played that game more than almost any other game last 10 years i think yeah i feel that i want to hop back into it i i was so addicted to that game when it first came out do you play on Yo, console I've, or pc pc yeah if you want i can power level you this season get you up to 70 real quick i mean i would i'd be down mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's I mean, a maybe. I, mean, I'm I already just have saying, a fire. I'm, I already have a fire bird wizard. I already have a badass monk. I already have a crusader. Maybe in a barbarian. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if you're playing this season, you're gonna have to create a new character anyway. You know. Right. So I'm just wondering what kind I would do this time because I already have like three. Like, you know, what is it? Level eighty. Seventy is the cap. Seventy. And I then like paragon levels. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I just wanted to give Diablo a shout out. Like that game is still. It's still fun. It's still like. I mean, it's not necessarily relevant because it's not getting updated as much as like Overwatch or World of Warcraft is. But why? Why did they stop at seventy? Why not go to eighty, like with the expansion or something? I mean, because they have Paragon levels after that, and those are endless. Yeah, like I, I'm I, Paragon I mean, level three hundred thirty something right now. It's just funny that seventy is the stop for the base level. It's just a weird. It's an arbitrary number. It seems like you know, I think I think that's also the level cap in like Final Fantasy fourteen. Weird. So I mean kind of maybe it holds a significance somewhere hmm. i don't okay. know yeah uh jack what have you been playing speaking of significance oh so do you remember last week when i told you guys about the last boss in uh mario tennis aces it was shadow luigi and yeah do you remember what you said robert when i told you who it was bowser you said oh that's weird i thought it'd be bowser so i beat shadow luigi i'm like oh i beat the fucking game nope you gotta fight bowser now <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey. What a cop out. I was what like, oh shit, now I gotta fight Shadow Bowser. So I fought him. I think it took me like two or three tries, but I was able to beat him. So I did finish the adventure mode. I got past that. And I'm all the better for it. But Mario Tennis Aces 
you can tell they were like, fuck, we need to finish this before this game ships. It is absolutely one of the shittiest, worst endings I've ever seen in my life. I would have expected a fucking cutscene or something or like some cool, cute, you know, like a credit sequence or something. When you beat the just game, the for playing? bro, when you beat the game, it's a black screen with like a tan box in the middle. And it has like, I don't know, maybe one paragraph's worth of, worth of text. It's like, Mario, save the kingdom. Congratulations. Isn't this great? You did it. And then it goes to credits. <laughs> That's so I good. I was like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> like, I what kidding? era are we living in? Dude, it was hilarious. Era? It was like, yeah, Commodore 64 or some shit. Like, right. It was one of the worst. It might be the worst ending I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen some bad endings, but that was really, really like bare bones. You could just tell they were like rushing at like the 11th hour to, to wrap this game up and get it to shit. I'll say. So now all I really have is multiplayer and same couch. So I'm just not going to play that game very much. I did a little bit of multiplayer, but people are so good at that that, you know, it's just you get reamed. Would you say that going through adventure mode makes you feel at least semi-prepared for like Oh, yeah, I feel a lot better. Yeah, I, yeah I've got all the skills. I've got all the mechanics down. I mean, that's, that's a tennis game with meter. You have like a super meter in that game. It's really complex and, and it's a lot of fun and it's really rewarding when you, you know, are like bouncing back the right type of shot per what is shot at you. It's just like, you know, yeah, it's, it's satisfying. Uh, yeah, super game. satisfying gameplay for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I just thought it was funny cause I, it was Bowser at the end. It's always Bowser. It's always Bowser. hundred percent. All right. So Amazon prime day happened. Uh, I don't know what you guys made some acquisitions or not. I don't know if you heard a few minutes ago, but my doorbell rang my ring doorbell and that was just more Amazon prime goodness. So Oof. there were some things. See, it's funny. Like, you think you're saving money on Amazon Prime Day, but you're only saving money if you're buying shit you were going to buy anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you're just buying shit just because there's a sale, that's like the whole reason they do a sale is because it right. gets people to buy exactly. shit that they were never planning on spending money on anyways. Oh, there was no way in hell I would have bought those headphones had they weren't had, were they not on sale. So but what you I'm didn't saying is, what I'm saying is though, even if they weren't on sale, you wouldn't have bought them probably, right? You weren't like, oh, I can't wait for these exact headphones. That's what I'm saying. Right, like, right, I wouldn't right. have bought them unless they were yeah. on sale. Totally. So uh, I did get a bunch of stuff. Uh, some of it was on my wish list. Some of it was not. I got a um, kind of stuff for like air quality around the house. Like I got one of those uh, Himalayan salt lamps. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got a big one of those. That was on Lightning Deal. I got a humidifier as well. We've been talking about getting a humidifier for a long time. Um, I got also a uh, essential oils diffuser and all this stuff was like super cheap. And then those Himalayan salt lamps, they even make night lights that plug in, like little tiny ones. So we got some of those. My wife's into that. Uh, let's see what else. Then I got a Bluetooth speaker that was super cheap. It's really high quality, though. Oh, which um, one? The Oontz Angle Premium oh, okay. Plus, whatever. It's like 30 bucks, but it's like waterproof and everything. It's badass. And it sounds really good. Hey, wait, is that supposed to be like an automatopoeia? Like, dude, I'll bet that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, O O N T Z, and it oh, does. Yeah. It bounces like it's got bass too. So I didn't even oh, put shit. two and two together there. That's funny. So uh, let's see what else I got. That I got a case for that. I got what I didn't get. What was I talking about? Waiting for Amazon Prime Day. What was the big thing? Do you remember Xbox uh, One X? Giant purple dildo. Oh, nope. Oh, uh, you're playing too much Saints Row, man. <laughs> so. I did not get the Xbox One X on Amazon 
and I've been waiting and I and I didn't do I didn't pull the trigger on the fifty dollar deal because I thought there'd be a much better deal on Amazon Prime Day. I'm sorely mistaken. They had a solid Twitch deal, not as good as the uh, the Code Apocalypse at Target, but they had a solid one. Uh, I think it was like a 64 gig card and like a $20 e card as well for free if you bought a Switch. So that's like, you know, 50, 60 bucks you're saving. So anyways, they only had an Xbox One S deal. What kind of shit is that? Who is buying an Xbox One S now? Maybe for like your fucking toddler or some shit. I don't know. Your fucking pet cat yeah, to lay on. that or if you want uh, a 4K Blu-ray player that plays... That just so happens to play Xbox games. Yeah, like yeah. not very well. So anyways, that was on sale. So I was sorely disappointed. I go to eBay and I look for that. And motherfuckers, I found brand new Xbox One X's for $3.99. And hey. I was like, I'm, Yo. I'm like, I'm pulling the trigger. We're doing it. It's already shipped. It's on the way. So that I'm looking forward to very much. It'll probably be here next Monday. I'm playing some Red Dead Redemption 4K. That's like the first thing I'm doing. Oh, fuck. That's the first thing I'm doing. And I'll probably download a bunch of games, too, because I think Xbox is having that big summer game sale now, too, until the 30th. Or I think it's from the 17th. No, that's now, right? The 17th to the 30th. Or no, the 19th to the 30th. Anyways, um, so that's going on. So I'll save some money there. But I also, on Amazon, I bought a Game Pass code, a digital code. Uh, it's six. It's like $60 for six months of Game Pass, and you get three free months. So I thought that was hey. totally worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. not oh. bad. So that's like yes. nine months right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll, you know, give me a shot. And I looked at all the games on Game Pass. There's some bangers on there. There's definitely enough to keep you busy. And as I understand, with Game Pass, it's not just streaming. You can actually download the games and play them locally. Right. You don't, yes, you don't, you don't own them, but you can download them and play them locally. Um, wh whereas games of gold, you just own those in perpetuity, as I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't right. even if you give as, up Xbox Live. Right. As long as you have Xbox Live during that month where it's like you download right. it. Right, right, right. Right. So I'll probably <clears throat> subscribe to Xbox Live. I'm waiting for just a good deal for that. But I'll probably do that just for those games because you own them. It's not like PS Plus where you just, you know, kind of have the license to play them. No, yeah. Right. You, you had to have PlayStation uh, Plus in order right. to play those games that you already downloaded. Right. 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 That are on your hard drive. Yeah. But as, l yeah. as long as you have it, though, you can play it like even after the yeah, month yeah. is over. Yeah. But if, you're la if your subscription lapses, right? Right. So, right. You have to make sure you have a subscription. So that's kind of like, you know, the big stuff I got on Amazon Prime Day. I feel like I'm forgetting a couple things, but um, yeah, that was kind of it. And then I'm also looking at potential TVs for the bedroom because that's how we live our life now. We're going to get a TV in the bedroom. Right. And so we'll see about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that's kind of it. That was my know. Amazon Prime Day. But, you know, I was overall, I was very disappointed in Amazon Prime Day. Oh, same. There was nothing it, good it on sale. Usually is pretty disappointing. I got, yeah, but like, I wasn't. got, you know, I, I have the false hopes because I got my projector like a couple years back before I moved. I got my projector there and I thought it was like, wow, they're actually putting up really good quality shit here and saving a lot of money. But that was kind of a one off because if you don't want an Amazon device, which I fucking don't want, then you're kind of SOL. There's not a lot there. There's some good things, yeah. but they usually go quick, too. I don't know. I, I kept getting notifications on my phone like, hey, Amazon Prime Day. Guys, hey, Robert, did you, did you know it's Amazon Prime Day? There's hey, some, come buy Fire like, Stick hey, in a firebox in a, a, a Kindle Fire. And, yeah. uh, and hey, a, give me, and give a me attention, please. I just you, I have another deal if you want. Do you guys have Alexa? I have one, and yeah, it, it's real dumb. You don't like it? It's kind of a waste. I mean, I'm glad I got it for like 30 bucks instead of like the full fucking like 90 what are we like to do dot. with it? 
I don't know. I just thought like, you know, it might be useful to have a virtual assistant, right? And all I ever used it for while it was hooked up was like, hey, set an alarm for like, you know, 7 a.m. or whatever. Dude, did you hear that story about like when she like laughed all out of the blue? Like people were just walking in the room and they're like, she's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, you mentioned that before. Fuck that. Did you hear about the other one that happened? There's a bunch of things going on with Alexa's doing some weird, creepy bugs. But there was one where she said they asked her something, and I don't know what Alexa thought they said, but the way she answered was, when I close my eyes, all I see are people dying. Rip. <laughs> I did Dude, see that. It's fucking fuck. Skynet is alive. It is now. Amazon is yeah, Skynet. Yeah, you know where that shit would be? Like, if that shit happened, that shit would be out my window. Dude, that boy. shit is terrible. I know. That's why I don't want one. I was like, no, I don't need something laughing at me and saying that people should mm-hmm. die. Like, I don't need a machine saying that. Like, we're good. We're good. Like, like the only useful thing I can think of for it is, like, in the kitchen. You know, so, like, say, hey, set a timer for this and set another timer for that or something. But other than that, it's kind of like, eh, whatever. See, I can do it all on my watch. Like, I can tell my watch to, like, do the lights and shit, too. So, I have a lot of smart home stuff that could roll into it, but I can just say it to um, Siri. Yeah. So, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys want to switch over and talk about some news? News! <laughs> uh, hey, so, The Calling 2, did you guys play it with the five other people who bought it? I called none. More, Yo. more like, more like the 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 cucking. <laughs> got him, got him. Solid, good one, dude. Wait, so, what is the calling to, and why is it in the news? So it's a cut game. No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> the calling two is the sequel to the calling one, obviously. And calling one was one of the early battle royales out there. Uh, it was out before uh, PUBG, but uh, apparently the the devs were making like real bad updates for calling one that the community didn't like and they stopped supporting it because they were like we're all in on Cullen 2 brother get on the Cullen 2 train oh, yeah. uh, and then it launched and it was a 50 person battle royale not 100 50 people in the map and on average when people were playing that game like they were getting like you could get only 20 people in a game not even hitting 50 not even hitting 30 you'd be hitting 20 ish people and then down to like 8 yeah, I think at one point, like I think it was like two nights ago, there was like eight concurrent players in a twenty-four hour period. Yeah, that was like the maximum. Yeah, needless to say, the calling two bombed, and Xavient, uh, the devs, they knew it. You'd look at their Twitter account, and they're just they they just like clearly hate themselves, and they're like, "Fuck, <laughs> oh shit!" It, it was kind of sad to watch, um, but essentially, they've come out on uh july 18 and said hey so we're pulling the calling two from shelves oh damn yeah well it was digital shelves so you can't buy it on steam anymore oh and now they're gonna go back and focus on the calling one and basically unroll out all those updates that made it bad oh yeah my and they're also gosh. making it free to play yep they're desperate this is like the death rows of a studio yeah they're trying real hard Dude, so they released, they developed and released a game only to pull it. What were the sales again, or what were the concurrent players? Its peak concurrent player base was two forty nine. So this is worse. Wow. So this is worse than Lawbreakers, like a lot worse. Oh, it's way worse. Cliff Cliffy oh, yeah. B would have a erection so hard right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Wow, that is tragic. What happened with the Culling Two? How could this happen? I mean, this is like—is this a major publisher? Is this an indie studio? They're an indie studio, but I mean, even if you look at gameplay of the Culling Two, it looks like trash. It looks worse than PUBG. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it just—it just looks like garbage. And, and the first time hearing even hearing about the game is because the game is failing. <laughs> so they yeah. definitely mailed it in on this one. Then they didn't give a sincere effort. It sounds like it, but now that like I mean, good on them for at least making the right decision in terms of just going back to um, calling one, trying to figure wow. that out. But also, I think this is kind of hard to recover from, guys. Like I don't, I don't know. It hurt a boss key studios. Me neither. You think you're having a bad day? At least you didn't release and pull the culling two. Yeah, seriously. If you if you're ever having the worst day ever, just remember that the calling two happened for eight days. So yeah, I was gonna say fucking eight days from birth to death. That might be a record. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's wrong with jumping into an already dominated genre, guys? I mean, that's I mean, it's worked before. Dude, they're right? coming, dude. Yeah. The the battle royales are are flowing in, but there's still more to come. I mean, like, this ain't, this, this ain't over. fall. This fall is where we're gonna see, I think, a huge influx in new battle royale because we've got stupid. Battlefield Five and Black Ops coming out Did- with their battle royale modes. Uh, I hope I'm not uh, stepping on your skirt here, but did you uh, happen to see that news as well that Epic, uh, oh, no, wait, no, I mean, um, Blue Hole, Blue Point, who made, who made? Blue uh, Hole? Yeah, Blue Hole, they dropped their suit, yeah, they dropped their suit on Epic. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, it's smart, it's the right thing to do, like, they probably shouldn't have sued them, but that just happened. Yeah, and I mean, how much you want to bet, that's also because, like, they know that PUBG's losing. Right in terms of like PUBG versus yeah. Fortnite right now, PUBG is like, what's that? Who's heard of that? It's not in. Yeah, it's kind of they're struggling now for sure. I'd like yeah. to see what their concurrent players are now, and they don't release those numbers for uh, Fortnite, do they? But I'll bet you they they might certainly rival those game those numbers of PUBG for concurrent players. Oh no, they probably blast PUBG out of the water. I wonder at why this they don't point. publish that. Yeah, especially if you I go mean, across all. Um, uh, across all platforms too i'll bet all platforms it's free to play everyone talks about it guys i don't like yeah, it. yeah i much. mean fortnite fortnite just made just crossed the one billion dollar line in money made from microtransactions yeah, i just don't it, like that game that much i just am much more into PUBG. yeah i mean i'm i'm with you i'm with you 100 i don't like playing fortnite nearly as much as i do for uh PUBG, but I mean, the thing, the fact of the matter is, like, PUBG, Fortnite is making PUBG look anti-consumer, and they're just not making smart moves. I mean, yeah, PUBG is still not, fr- like, it's not free. It's still 30 fucking dollars yeah. to jump in and play. Yeah. Secondly, they're doing some shit, like, you need keys now to unlock your loot, a lot of your loot crates. I hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what's, and, what's tough is, like, they're, they're running the risk of trying to be like Overwatch, where you have to pay to get in, and then you could pay to get more stuff. But they don't have like the clout that Blizzard does, and the stuff is not that good it. either. Yeah, especially compared to Overwatch, that's a great comparison. I, I don't, I just don't feel the pull to purchase loot boxes the way I do in Overwatch. Yeah, they're they're monetizing their game and the and the all the wrong ways ways right now to be successful in the genre. That's why they're they're having they're struggling to stand up to Fortnite right now because the PUBG. I mean, the PUBG train was like really strong. You know, PUBG came out the gate, and then Fortnite comes out this battle royale mode and just shits all over all over PUBG and popularity. You know, oh, so man. it's just it's it's just a pissing match between the two right now, and Fortnite is winning. Chinese so people are getting arrested because of PUBG. I don't know why. I think I know why, but Backers. damn it, they're getting arrested. Are they getting arrested I mean, over Fortnite? I don't know. 
like to, to quote like Jim Sterling, what he said is uh, that PUBG used to be the leader, right, in this battle royale thing, and now they're just a follower. Like when Fortnite came out with like their season pass thing, guess what PUBG did? Oh, hey, we've got a we've got a battle pass, guys. It's totally not yeah. the same thing, but it's, it's the same thing. And it only lasts you like what a month or something? I think it's like a yeah, it's, it's way shorter than uh, Fortnite's thing. So it's just kind of sad to watch PUBG kind of do this. It's like squirming real hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super sad. And I mean, this is what like this this game became a thing like a year ago? This is the, like yeah. what? Just yeah. just over a year ago. This yeah, a year the, ago was peak. This is the uh the sad, you know, this is the sad uh timeline, right, for PUBG. Like they're in a world somewhere, they stuck with one map, they perfected it, they got it to run, they reduced the price. You know what I mean? Like in in another world, they they did this differently, and they and they're, yeah, I just and they're I think I think what it is is it's just different circumstance because, I mean, PUBG Corp and Blue Hole or whatever isn't I mean just isn't a, a big developer like Epic is. You know what I mean? Epic walked into Fortnite with the resources, with the technical know how, with the business know how of how to structure a game in this day and age. They turned That's around true. that game too. That game was not what it is now. Like they did that after right. only after PUBG did they even get the idea for Battle Royale. Oh yeah, I mean, dude, Fortnite's it's Fortnite. I remember hearing about Fortnite all the way back in like 2013. <laughs> it's been yeah, yeah, so long development. Yeah. yeah, Fortnite used to be like a zombie horde mode game where you build up your base against the like a AI zombie. Yeah, horde. they were aping off of Minecraft at that point. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, no one, no one actually plays the full blown version of Fortnite. Nobody plays the fucking survival. I'd, I'd mode. love to see the numbers. I, I thought they like <laughs> shut that down. No, they didn't shut down. That's the only way out. you can pay for that game outright. No, I'm thinking of Paragon. I think. Yeah, yeah, Paragon yeah. is shut down now. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, PUBG just needs to make some changes. They're going to stand a chance. The, the The fact of the matter is, their indie and their indie dev is showing. That's oh, what it is. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because they made a bad deal with getting the exclusivity on Xbox. They just they don't have the technical know-how to optimize their game properly. What it is, obviously, they don't have the marketing team or the marketing muscle. They don't know what people want. They don't know who their target audience is and how to reach them. Like, this is the difference, right, when you have those resources. And I think right. part, of it, I, part of it, too, is I don't know if you guys have seen any recent PUBG marketing, but, like, the trailers they show, like, the trailer they showed for PUBG at E3, every second, I'm like, that doesn't happen in the game. That, that, yeah, that, and that like, looks nothing like the game I'm playing right, right, because right. the game I'm playing looks like a fucking a- alias fucking mess and well, everything's well, jaggy, everything's fucking I'm, broken looking. And there's I'm still not even cool talking shit about, to be seen. There's still cool like, shit to be seen, though, in the, what the game actually looks like, you know, if they just right, were honest about it. I'm not even talking about graphics. I'm talking about, like, the gameplay stuff like they're showing. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, like fucking, yeah, totally. look at me. I'm fucking riding a, a bike at like 96 miles per hour and yeah. then I'm going to swing my frying pan and whack they someone's make, head off. They like, make it no. look like a just cause. Yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, that's not how the game looks like. You know what the game looks like? You're crouched in a corner for like 10 minutes staring at like a doorway <laughs> wait, like listening intently for the slightest I hear a footstep. You know what I mean? That's that's the game. It's a horror game. Much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a, it's a survival game essentially. Right. What it is. Hey, speaking of horror survival games, uh, <laughs> did you guys hear the news about what Konami did with that PT remake? They shut that shit down. Oh, I didn't even know that was fucking, a thing. They pulled a Nintendo. They pulled a trick out of Nintendo's hat. Yeah, I didn't even know so, it was a thing, but it sounds cool. Right. So there's a 17 year old who has been remaking PT because you know 
PT is like coveted exclusive, like only what 400 or something PS4s in the world have it downloaded. I mean, more than that, that probably. Would, including including of two of mine, by the way. Oh, yeah. you have two? I have one. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's like you can't download it anymore. So this kid was remaking PT from scratch and it was looking very In good. Unreal 4 engine. Yeah. Yeah, it was looking great. People were like excited. And then Konami pretty much gives him a cease and desist. It's like, hey, could you not please? But also, do you want an internship? Mm-hmm. So the 17-year-old by building PT has gotten an internship now with Konami. Uh, he's the loser in that equation. A little bit. Konami's one of the yeah, worst video game I, so, developers, if not the worst one to work for right now. He, I he's hope he a, likes he playing like pachinko he, games. Is he going to design yeah, no that shit? Like, hit the lever. It's, it's even been quoted in like it was quoted in the article I think on IGN where it was like he's like yeah like it sucks that I got to shut down it was so close to being finished like I was really close to being done and ended up getting shut down but it's like they also hinted at apparently they're making a game other than Pachinko Machine so hints at possible new Silent Hill game maybe maybe possibly question mark let me ask you this real quick he can still finish the shit he just can't release it right but he can do whatever the fuck he wants in his own garage. As long as he doesn't publicly like show stuff off, yeah. But what if it were to happen to leak? I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be harder for him now that he's technically an employee of Konami. If he's paid intern, yeah. Was well, so he? Has yeah, to I mean, fucking- and also that. I, I don't feel about. I don't feel good about that either. Seeing as how is like he's kind of young, they offered him an internship. I feel like they're kind of taking advantage of him. Well, oh, it's hundred percent. They dude, are. That's what Konami yeah. does, dude. Yeah, I mean, intern is one step up of like indentured servant basically i've, I've worked free internships, yeah so it's i don't not fun. It's, yeah and exactly and especially after hearing obviously the all the shit that came out about their their work conditions and stuff like that i don't know if an internship at konami exactly sounds appealing is he japanese yeah, it, uh i don't know okay couldn't say but uh it does kind of remind me of <clears throat> that guy i think alex something he you remember he developed a mod for skyrim false scar that was basically just a giant expansion that he just developed all on his own. And I believe Bethesda approached him and gave him a job for that. Yeah. 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 See, Bethesda's like the flip side of the coin in the in this in this thing. Yeah. So like that they've been known to do that in the past, and it's actually highlighted in No Clips documentary about Bethesda about how uh their modding community has been su- such and such that a lot of them, like the bigger modders, are actually working at Bethesda now. Can you yeah. imagine that so, coin flip where one job you get to Bethesda, the next one's Konami? Oh my gosh, I'd be sweating. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That'd be some shit. Uh, hey, have you guys heard? You can play Black Ops 4 next month. Oh, I didn't hear. Oh, yeah. Um, you get a beta. Yeah, they're open a beta. Uh, they're doing... Beta. So let's see here. Uh, there's different dates for different consoles. Um, PlayStation 4 gets an exclusive one that goes from August 3rd to August 6th. Exclusive, only PS4. Which is dumb, but what can you do? Uh, and then after that, it opens up for PS4, PC, and Xbox One, August 10 to August 13. Although, PC players, if you pre-order, then you get to play on August 10th. If you don't pre-order, you have to wait till August 11th. I better go pre-order. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I better go. I, better yeah, I, guess, I, guess, right I mean, I guess I have to. Like, my hands are tied now. I mean... Yeah, I mean, know. better get that deluxe uh, yeah, edition so I can get I mean, that season pass. You don't want these kittens to die, do you? Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, I've got to, I've got to promise them sixty dollars so I get another free day to play their game. You know. All right, great, great. Yeah, I'm picturing in my head some uh, 
some fucking adolescent kid just going off on his mom while he's on an Xbox Live party. He's like, he's like, Mom, did you buy me a new Call of Duty? Yeah. I was like, did you get the deluxe edition? <laughs> what? What's the deluxe edition? I want the fucking deluxe I want the night goggles. Gross. Um... Here, here's the interesting thing, though. Here's probably the better news, right? So this uh, this early beta, open beta, whatever, in August, that's just for the basic multiplayer. So your team death matches, your dominations, etc. You know, all that basic shit that everyone who plays Call of Duty loves. But in September, unannounced dates yet, so just at some point in September, they're going to have an open beta for their Battle Royale mode. And that's what I'm interested in seeing. Wait, when? It, what's the date again? There, there is no date yet. It's just sometime oh, in September. Okay. They're going to have an open beta. Oh, sometime in September. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. That is, I don't know, have a feeling that's going to be kind of a shit show. Probably. But that does mean that we're going to see like our first look into this. Because, I mean, like the Battle Royale mode for Call of Duty has kind of been under wraps, right? Like, I don't think we've seen anything except for that it's stylized it's trailer. So fucking, they're throwing it together right. now yeah. as oh, we yeah. speak. They're, they're like, still slapping it together. Fucking like, yeah, that's why they didn't show anything at the reveal event because it's not, there's nothing. They didn't have anything done with it yet. Yeah. They're, did you see what they were doing though? If I recall right, they were literally taking a bunch of old maps from older games and stitching them together. Yeah, they're creating that's one. That's going to be the world. Yeah, it's like one big map and then they're like, they're putting all the old maps, like the classic favorite maps from the past and piecing it together on that big map and then like, you know, giving you if ways it, to get between one and the other. If it can be consistently 60 frames a second and have that feel, that Call of Duty feel, I'm interested. Same. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I could be eating my words, but there's just everything that's surrounding this whole idea just doesn't sound... I mean, they're outsourcing this one mode, and it's being very... Like, tossed together very quickly. There's probably a lot of there's probably a lot of sleepless nights happening over there. Is it I'm, Ravensoft that's doing it? Isn't yeah, it? Ra- Ravensoft. Uh, but I mean, frankly, yeah. I'm glad that they're doing an open beta. Like, I'm glad they've got the balls to do an open beta for it, right? Because anytime a game gets an open beta, I trust those previews way more than like, you know, oh, you know, I work at IGN, I got a review copy, and like, here's a preview, right? Because like, sure, I can read one person's thoughts on a game you know from their time playing it but when you have an open beta and you let the dregs of society get on your fucking servers and play that shit there will be a consensus all across the internet and that that to me will speak volumes about whether this blackout mode is worth the effort time and money hmm well can't wait for next year when they're like we have made the most immersive and best call of duty experience ever it's basically we where they give you, you they, you strap on a PSVR headset and they just give you an AK-47. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you pay us $600 and we send you directly to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> we airdrop you in. Yeah. You only get one mic. <laughs> that sounds like a Mega 64 skit. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Man, we'll see. Uh, questions abound, though, but we'll see. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't know. I mean, it'll be great. Maybe. Probably not. I fucking hate video games. <laughs> But but they're so good, Colin. They're so good. Uh, hey, so if you want to play World of Warcraft, you don't need to buy the game anymore. Oh? You just need to pay the subscription and you can play. Oh. It's yeah. only, so it's like 15 bucks a month and the whole game's free? 
$14.99 a month. All of the expansions. And all of the expansions. Ooh, except the newest one. Aww. Yeah, Battle for Azeroth. You're still going to have to pay $50 for that oh. one. Yeah. That's too much. Azeroth Metreon Centos. Thanks, Bro, that's Raven. too much, man. 50 bucks, yeah, for that expansion. Um, comes out uh-huh. August 14. But uh, like, if you want to play everything else besides that, you know, fourteen ninety nine a month. That's not a bad, you know. Like even then, you're paying fifteen bucks just to test it out, right? In a way, yeah. I, uh, I, I it's guess. already free to play, right? Still until level yeah, twenty. Fr- Did that change? Yeah, it's like free to play up to like thirty, level thirty or whatever. And you get it there is. fast now, though. Yeah, it's like five hours of gameplay, maybe, maybe. Right, but holy I, shit, really? Yeah, Damn. because they they boosted that those bottom levels. Yeah, you you but like yeah, I mean, you like swing your dick and you level up. Like in the early you just level. walk once and you level yeah. up. Ding. No, but I mean, as long as you're paying that subscription, you can like go all the way to level 110. You can play through all of the expansions, all of their quests, all of their loot, whatever. Also, can't you buy game time like in with in-game currency now too? Yes, yes you can. Yes, you can. But I mean, okay. obviously, like you need to be playing the game first, and to play the game, you know, need to pay. But if, but okay. theoretically, though, you could do a one-time fifty-dollar investment, and that's it. Right, but you probably need to be playing kind yeah. of consistently. Yeah, I mean, I fell so hard. I mean, I played Diablo probably the most, but I probably fell the deepest for a game with World of Warcraft that I ever yeah. have done in my entire life. No other game has made me feel guilty for playing other video games as World of Warcraft. You know, actually, let me ask, since, you're like, Jack, you're the one who's played WoW the most out of the three of us, I believe, okay. just in, in your time. Are you okay. interested in the battle for Azeroth? Oh, I haven't been interested in... I walked away from Diablo or from uh, World of Warcraft about ten years ago. Now it's crazy to okay. say like a game ten years ago. But yeah, yeah, holy shit! Yeah, it was around two thousand eight, so two thousand nine ish when I. So stopped. what after after Wrath of the Lich King? Maybe yeah, Wrath of the Lich King exactly was the last one. Good guess. Because okay. mm. I, I was going to say Knight, I, level eighty. Because I know Battle for Azeroth is getting some people interested in like going back into WoW. Actually, from what I've been seeing online, because it's like. It's like a big war between the Legion and the Alliance or something. I don't really know. What Can I'm I tell about you how disappointed I was with that movie, too? That movie's not good. It's not. No. Holy. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. But Holy I haven't heard crap. a single good thing about it. Dude, Duncan Jones like had all the goodwill, too, as a director. He did uh, Source Code. Uh, man, what a great movie. Source Code, if you guys have ever seen it, fucking fantastic Mm-mm. movie. Awesome movie. And... Uh, yeah, it's like it's just it, it was not a good marriage of him and World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft is very not good. I dropped Yikes. off after twenty minutes. I was like, I don't need to watch any more of this. Whoa, yeah, twenty minutes. Yep. Well, because I've heard the lore for World of Warcraft is actually like pretty good in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have a writing team dedicated to writing lore. There's books, yeah, like books upon books you can buy. So it's kind of a shame that it's it's first silver screen appearance is kind of like real shit. Real yeah, bad. they had high hopes for that, and they will never make a sequel to World of Warcraft now in film. Ever. Nope. Ever. It's dead. Yeah. It's it's dead. Uh, final news story here. I kind of mentioned it a little bit when I was talking about Octopath, but uh, there's a shortage of physical copies of Octopath Traveler, actually. Hmm, like an yep. actual supply and demand issue here uh, this is happening you, in the you past. want a copy from amazon no, just too bad yeah, amazon's buddy, back buddy guy i guarantee you it's uh it's temporary they're gonna make more those are those yeah. parts are not hard to make and they just Ooh. underestimated demand for the well they they are harder to make than blu-rays 
Right, but not prohibitively so that they're not going to. This can be scarce yeah. forever. Like they're going. Yeah, gonna... yeah. It's not like NES or SNES cards. Yeah. Apparently, it's going to take like a whole month to get back into stock, though. It will yeah. a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so like the the director on the game was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, we completely underestimated. Please consider downloading the game." Yeah, they were straight up. Please consider downloading digital, like because that's the only way. Like that's probably the best way for you to play it right now. If you were trying was, to buy it, I was only going to do it that way to begin with, but. Turns out yeah, the game's not that good, so I don't want to download it at all. Only, only breaks my heart more that uh, I fucking You're lost right. out on that target order. I had uh, I had two copies of Breath of the Wild. I had the Wii and the Wii U version, and the Wii U version I think is like hard to find now. I didn't know that game wait, was on the Wii. Wait, hold on. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Switch and Wii U. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Jack also said he was playing a 3DS in 2005. So yeah, two, there's that too. DS, DS. Hey, there it is. <laughs> so you just Bring mess it. up English language, and I just mess up consoles. I'll, I'll Bringing it full yeah. circle. <laughs> yeah, don't. I fuck the English language, but at least I got my fucking dates right, Jack. <laughs> Oof. You're taking this very personally, Colin. <laughs> so personally. So yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I mean, you don't really hear that that often anymore, right? Like, oh no, we're running out of physical copies of this game. I mean, it's fucking Nintendo. So I mean, it, yeah. it's a third party, but it's still Nintendo. No, yeah, I mean, Squeenix, but yeah, Nintendo is just notorious for like. Uh oh, we ran out of. Yeah, magic I remember this Nintendo happening juice. for uh, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. I remember yes, this happening. yes, it's hard to get a physical copy of Fire Emblem Awakening right now. Same I mean, it, it was when it first came out. Like they just didn't have enough. Yeah, you know, yeah, I have, can't wait to pay a hundred dollars for a physical copy. That's one of the I few th- games, th- Robert. The, uh, sorry, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening is one of the few games I actually kept, and I still yeah. have a physical copy. I think, um, what is it? Bravely Default also had that problem. When it first came out, like physical copies were kind of hard to find. And it's just like, come on, guys. Like, come on. Come on. Get your shit together. Um, that should, should not be happening in this day and age, folks. Same. Uh, I think about about does it, though, for us for this week on the Tinyness Podcast. Um, so just a couple of housekeeping things. Next week, Colin and I are going to be on the road. So uh, we're putting together a different kind of episode, kind of a like greatest hits, if you want to think of it that way. Um, so it's not going to be a usual episode, but like definitely check it out. It's still going to be full of fun and full of laughs and full of good, goody, good goofs. Um, yeah. This time next week, your boys are going to be stuffing their face with Lou Malnati's pizza in Chicago. My mans. Uh, and then the week after, possibly a TBD for right now. Um, just depends on how settled in. Colin and I can get into Seattle. Uh, that's about all I've got for you guys. Do you two have anything uh, housekeeping wise? Nope. Um, next, yeah. Next time we come at you with a fresh episode, we're gonna be hitching you up from the Pacific Northwest, baby. Yeah, boy. The move so, will take an effect. Please be excited. Please remain Please be excited. Ready. Um, ready we're, ahead. We're going to be shilling Amazon super hard because we're going to be living at Amazon's headquarters. Yeah, uh, I'll probably end up with the job at Amazon and selling like, selling my soul to for for Amazon rock and roll. Selling your soul citizens. for two day shipping. Yeah, we're yep. gonna get uh, Prime licenses for a driver's license. Like they have a little Prime logo in the corner to drive our Prime cars. Yeah, you just, every time we deliver a Prime package, we put Tiny Disc Podcast to be like, hey, listen, hey, listen to Tiny Disc Podcast. Hey, I noticed that you're ordering a copy of a video game. You know where else you can find video games on Tiny Disc Podcast? That's where you can find them. You um, know what we should do? We should open those copies of those video games, take them out of the plastic, mm-hmm. open them, put our sticker in there, close it, and then put it in the, in the box. Oh, probably take the game. 
for I mean, might as well make a little bit of cash, uh, right? Not, might as well just yeah, commit that. Just, just, a little, just a little bit of cash, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably we're not endorsing theft. So, hey, if you have any questions, comments, concern, feedback, etc., for us uh, that you want us to read live on this currently pre-recorded show, you can email them to us at tinydispodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, you can find all of those links on tinydisc.com. That's where you can also find all of our previous great funny episodes, like one episode where we decided to record a road trip to Cedar Point for some reason. It was a good episode. That happened, and, and Robert was very surprised to see Confederate flags in and, rural Ohio. Yeah, is, that is, that is that a fucking goat? Is that a sheep? Is that a sheep? Is that a fucking sheep? Is that a fucking sheep? You'll find out next week. You'll, you'll hear what we're talking about. Uh, hey, if you enjoyed our episode this week, consider leaving us an iTunes review. That would mean the world. It'd mean so much. It would. We'll read it live on the air. Yeah, we'll read it live, and it'll it'll actually fuel our car on the way to Seattle. So you'd be kind of getting us free gas in the form of internet points. So. That's true, and I'll 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 throw some colonisms in there to make it real special. Hey, so yeah, leave us an iTunes review. If not, you know, tell a friend. Just let them know. If not, uh, you know what? Go next next year on Amazon Prime Day. Kind of just buy like the weirdest fucking lightning deal you can find and send it to someone random on your friends list. And just in the in the gift like receipt, just say, you better fucking listen to Tiny's podcast. <laughs> or I'm taking this gift back. <laughs> or I will fly hey, over hey. you. Here's to you. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> it's true. All right, guys, start packing. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Uh, <laughs> hey, so where can we find you guys online? You can find me at boo underscore underscore five five, aka Colin Amano on Twitter. Follow me there. Follow me on Instagram at the same username to see all the pretty pictures from the legendary road trip. See you guys in Seattle. Uh, Mr dot underscore c e p e d a on Instagram. A on that gram. Uh, you can find me at Panoptimist. P i n o p t i m i s t. Colin, do we have a hashtag for the road trip? Oh fuck, uh, <laughs> uh, dude. Uh, it had to be like what TDP do PNW or something. I don't know, something like that. No, me? none of that. What was that? Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. <laughs> no, nah, it doesn't. What was we'll come up with something. TDP better. in Seattle. Hashtag TDP in Seattle. Hey, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll hit you guys with a hashtag if we really think of one that's worth it. Oh, uh, hey, thank you so much for listening to Italian Disc Podcast, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. See ya.